The thing I love about Easter is it's so emphatic. I mean, there's just, there's just no other way to look at it. I mean, either Jesus died or he didn't. Either something dramatic happened to the, the curtain in the temple that it was torn or it didn't. You know, either dead people around Jerusalem got out of their graves and started walking around or they didn't. Either Jesus rose from the tomb or he didn't. You can't, there's no two ways about it. You can't equivocate with it. It either happened or it didn't. It leaves us with an, an absolute kind of decision to make about it. Um, I'm going to read a section from John's Gospel here. And this is the, his account of the, uh, the resurrection. It's John 20. Very early Sunday morning before sunrise, Mary Magdalene made her way to the tomb. And when she arrived, she discovered that the, tone, uh, the stone that had sealed the entrance to the tomb was moved away. So she went running as fast as she could to go tell Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved. She told them, they've taken the Lord's body from the tomb and we don't know where he is. Then Peter and the other disciple jumped up and ran to the tomb to go see for themselves. They started out together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He didn't enter the tomb but peeked in. He saw only the linen cloths lying there. When Peter came behind him, he went right into the tomb. He too noticed the linen cloths lying there, but the burial cloth that had been on Jesus' head had been rolled up and placed separate from the other cloths. Then the other disciple, who'd reached the tomb first, went in, and after one look, he believed. For until then, they hadn't understood that the scriptures prophesied that he was destined to rise from the dead. Puzzled though, Peter and the other disciple then left and went back to their homes. Mary arrived back at the tomb, broken and sobbing. She stooped to peer inside and through her tears, she saw two angels in dazzling white robes sitting where Jesus' body had been laid, one at the head and one at the feet. Dear woman, why are you crying? They asked. Mary answered, they've taken away my Lord and I don't know where they've laid him. Then she turned around to leave, and there was Jesus standing in front of her. But she didn't realize it was him. He said to her, Dear woman, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Mary answered, thinking he was only the gardener. Sir, if you've taken his body somewhere, tell me, and I'll go. And Mary, Jesus interrupted her. Turning to face him, she said, Rabboni, Aramaic for my teacher. Jesus cautioned her, Mary, don't cling to me, for I haven't yet ascended to God, my Father. And now he's not only my Father and my God, but he's your Father and your God. Now go to my brothers, tell them what I've told you, that I'm ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Then Mary Magdalene left to inform the disciples of her encounter with Jesus. I've seen the Lord, she told them, and she gave them this message. I was reading this again <laughs> recently and I noticed something I hadn't quite noticed before. Um, and in, in this account, Mary goes, first of all, and she kind of looks inside, she sees the, the, the stones being rolled away and then assumes from that something dreadful has happened and she goes back. The disciples, Peter and John, we take it to be, ran to the tomb 
and John has a look inside, then Peter goes right inside, and then John goes right inside, and when he goes inside, he sees what's there, and it says he believes, and everything suddenly became clear to him. They went off, and then Mary came back, and she went into the tomb, had the encounter with the angels, and uh, the rest we read. And what struck me was this, you have to go into the tomb to see that it's empty. You have to have an encounter with the emptiness of the tomb in order to know the power of the resurrection. And what that says to me is really the process of coming to life again only happens when we've been through death. See, Jesus went through death, and as I said at the beginning, I mean, he either died or he didn't. If he didn't die, he didn't resurrect because he wasn't dead. Uh, perhaps he you know, might be some of you paying attention and you're saying, actually, I don't really know Jesus was, was there at all. It's, just, it's a good story, but it's only a story. But, but for Christians, he died, he came back to life again. But for those that follow him, we have to have an encounter with the emptiness of the tomb, with his death, before we know the resurrection. And if we're going to have an encounter with death, what does that mean? Does that mean we physically die? No, of course not. I mean, I didn't physically die. When I encountered Jesus, I was only a child. <laughs> but there was something very real about it. There was something I realized that my life on its own did not have the power to make my life really real. It was, it was caught up with a, a force that I couldn't do anything about. Um, the Bible calls that for sin, and uh, sometimes you, you hear that word used, but what it really means is it's the, it's the impact of death in my life. It's the impact of the way that I made decisions and the way that I, I live my life and my, my attitudes to myself and to other people and to God. And all of that had to die off. I had to have an encounter in some way of, of going into the tomb. Now, sometimes that's really dramatic and sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it just sort of happens over a period of time. But we can't know the resurrection power of Jesus unless we are prepared to know death as well. When Jesus died, he said, it's finished, it's, it's over. Something, something final has happened. Um, some translations even suggest that it's, it, it's like talking of something which has moved from, from one state to another state, to a, a completely different way of being. And that's what has to happen to us. That happened to me and that happens to anybody who really, really knows Jesus. And we, we mustn't ever forget that. We can't, we can't continue to have experience of the life of Jesus without realizing that part of us, uh, all of us, sorry, has to die. What, what do I mean by that? Well, so often in our Christian lives, we, we're going on with things and we're, we're trying to sort stuff out, but we're doing it in the, uh, the power, the strength that we imagine we have within ourselves. We just think, oh, I've got this. I can, I can do this. Especially if we've, if we've done it before, it may even be something that, that's part of our Christian life. And we say, it's okay, I've got this. I can do this. And somehow we, 
we imagine still that we've got anything within ourselves that can accomplish what, what God wants. And we forget that it's, it's only with his power, it's only the making the resurrection real in our lives day by day by day that we can know the effect of that resurrection. So we'd be praying for something or we'd be trying to, to deal with an issue in our lives or we trying to help people. And if we're simply doing it out of an experience that hasn't been completely changed by resurrection, then it's not going to have the, the same power. It can be good, but it can't have the touch of Jesus on it. It will be merely in our own strength and not have his, uh, yeah, his touch on it. I can't think of, of any other way to, to describe it, really. So my prayer for all of us uh, this Easter is this, that we, we lay aside our own ways of thinking, our own ways of doing things, our own judgments that, are, that have no impact from the life of Jesus at all, and that we take hold of his life. Paul, a few years later, was writing and he said, you've got to put off what the old life was and you've got to put on the new life but the way it's written suggests that that's a continual process we can't just do it once we have to do it day by day moment by moment so have a great easter have lots of fun celebrating in whatever way you can if you're going out today and meeting people then have a brilliant brilliant time but remember when we consider the resurrection it's not just something that happened a long time ago, but it happens and its power is effective every moment of every day. Thanks very much.